So if we are in a time of transition, it is trusting that God knows what he is doing. Mm. And he is with us in the time of transition. That's a really important point to remember that God is with us in the transition. You're not doing it by yourself. Right. God is there with us. I've come to realize that in times of transition, God uses it to work on us. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have my mother-in-law, Gina Gretsch, back on the podcast to talk to us about transitions. She has a master's in Christian counseling and is the assistant pastor of the Pentecostals of Sydney. She recently stepped down as the National Women's Ministry Director of the UPCA after serving 22 years in that role. In this episode, she talks about transitions in life and the purpose behind them, why we must follow the will of God, how we should approach the seasons of life, and much more. You may be listening but not following. Following us is the best way to stay connected and to not miss an episode. Just select follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we want to encourage you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It really does help get the podcast out to more people who can be blessed by it. Now, let's get to the conversation. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, this is the third time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first time it's not recorded in your house. So how do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) The podcast was started in the first two years was based out of your home. (laughs) And so it's good to finally invite you into my home for uh, Yes, I'm happy to be here. Well, we've been wanting to try and get this one together for a while. Um, We'll talk about it a little bit later, but you got some different things going on that's taken up your time and, uh, and just, just nature of life. It's been a busy year. It's been a great year, a successful right. year, but yeah. busy. Um, but wanted to get you on the podcast to talk about this specifically because you had some, uh, some big changes take place and I thought you'd be, um, uh, and obviously, you know, you, you've got a great background and you think these things out. I'd love to have you on here to talk about transitions. And the great thing about transitions is because this topic applies to everybody. Obviously, right. you're going to be talking about it from your perspective as right. someone who, um, you know, is is getting to a, a part where you're doing different forms of ministry um, than you were before that you may have been do- doing for a while. And, but there's going to be people listen who may be trans, uh, transitioning, you know, whether it's work or uh, transitioning homes, uh, different things like that. So... Wanted to have you on to talk about this. I thought it would be great, a great discussion and, and invaluable for people uh, who are facing these moments in life. So if you wouldn't mind introducing the topic and getting us started. Yeah. So, uh, well, we're talking about transitions. Um, many times the word transition can be viewed as negative. But not all transitions are negative, especially when God is the instigator and involved in it. Transitions can be difficult, but they don't need to be defining. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. It's so easy to quote and believe this verse when everything is going well mm. in the way that you want it to. But if we actively acknowledge or seek his will, as the New Living Translation puts it in this verse, 
God continues to work in and through us in times of transition. There is purpose in the transition. Yeah, I, I like how you start from that perspective because uh, some transitions are desirable, but then some are not necessarily desirable. And uh, I think it's it's good to acknowledge that there's very positive transitions. So there's also negative, and then there's also ones that you know may not be positive or negative. It's just changes right. in life. But right. to to have that perspective when when facing it that that this is a will and the plan of God. Amen. Yeah. And I believe that just because something is God's will today does not mean that it will still be God's will in 10 years' time. I'm not speaking of things like marriage or your commitment to God, but things like jobs, ministries, positions. Proverbs 16.9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Ultimately, God has the final say of the direction of our lives. To give some background to this podcast, um, I was the National Ladies Director for the UPCA for 22 years. Mm. In the middle of last year, I felt the Lord speak to me and say it was time to step down. My passion and burden had have been for the National Ladies Department for over two decades. But I also realised that the department was not about me mm. or a title or a position but it was about the women of the UPCA moving forward and to where God desires them to go beyond where my leadership could take them. Yeah. It was an emotional separation, but it wasn't a traumatic one mm. because I knew the Lord had lifted the burden from me and that I was in the will of the Lord stepping down. That, and that's so important. Right. That... Um, you know, even it's even if it's a change, understanding that you're in the will of God, that and we've already talked about this uh, briefly, but yeah, if you know that you're in the will of God, then change is easier to take, right? Even if it's challenging, it's right. easier. Yes, not easy, not easy, but easier. <laughs> yeah. So there was no trauma attached to my transition. I regularly hear of people who, after they step down from a position or a job or some significant title, they don't cope well mm. or don't know who they are or if they have any purpose anymore. I believe it's because their identity was wrapped around their title or their job or their position rather than in the Lord. Uh, I remember uh, just recently a mutual friend of ours, he's like a CEO of a company and he was retiring, like full-on retiring, and uh, I remember asking him, I was like, what are you going to do with your life now? <laughs> and, you know, you can easily uh, wrap up all of your self-worth and being CEO, leader, right. so on and so forth. And he's like, oh, it's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he was ready for the next stage, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So do I miss leading the ladies? Yes. Do I wish I had not stepped down? No. If I'd resisted the leading of the Lord and stayed on as director... There would have been no fruitfulness mm. from whatever I did because I would have been fighting against the will of the Lord. And that only leads to frustration, disappointment, and confusion. Yeah, that's such a good point. And, and even if, it's, uh, if God's called you to another city, God's called you to another town, uh, if he's, he's called you somewhere else or a different position, even a different job, you know, you're going to be frustrated Right. If you're continuing to try and force God to follow your will yeah. instead of following his will. Right? Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. 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 
So I preach my final message as, our late, as the National Ladies Director at our National Ladies Conference in July last year. And I had no idea what I was going to minister, but the Lord directed me and he gave me a message and it was called There Remains. Mm. The Lord told Joshua he was old. Now, I don't consider myself old. <laughs> but there, and he told him, you know, you're old, Joshua, and there still remains so much land to conquer. Mm. The land was already conquered. That was the point. The land was already conquered if they were willing to fight. Yeah. And I challenge the ladies that with the new leadership and moving forward that they keep fighting. God has already won the battle, right? And so it's us keep fighting and keep conquering. Mm -hmm. Amen. So the morning of my last official meeting with our executive board of the National Work, I was in a hotel room in Canberra on my own. It's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you know, New Year's Day on your own. Uh, in my time of prayer that morning, I felt emotional. But, you know, even in, in prayer, the enemy brought some thoughts to my mind and I felt some anxiousness and uselessness. Mm. So on my way to the meeting, I had time. So I stopped into a coffee shop and had a coffee. As I was waiting for my coffee, I scrolled through social media, you know, as you do. Yeah. Everyone wishing everyone a happy new year. And as I opened Instagram, a post came up and after reading it, I sent it to my daughter, Stephen Taylor. I won't read it all, but here is some of what I believe God spoke to me and reassured me with through that post. This is what it said. Sometimes evolution looks like the end of an era when really it's the beginning of the real reason God put us on this earth. Some of us would rather be told we're too old than stay and wrestle through a new assignment. The only way you can age out of your calling is if you opt out. Mm. Quit. Give up. The enemy is counting on it. You are not too old. You don't need to be relevant. You need to be resilient, unshakable, immovable. God isn't finished with you yet. God's calling doesn't expire. You haven't expired. You're evolving and God still has so much planned for you. Wow, that's amazing. That, that was at the coffee shop on the way to yes. the meeting. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So my eyes welled up and I, re I recognized that the Lord, you know, it was, I mean, it was an Instagram post, but God spoke to me mm. even in the anxiousness and, you know, the lies of the enemy about being useless and, it all being over. He is such a loving God mm. and he knows what we need just at the right time. Amen. That's so good. So here I am in a period of transition. I'm not opting out. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I am evolving. <laughs> <laughs> the dictionary meaning of transition is a change or shift from one state, subject, place to another. Mm. A period or phase in which it's such a change or shift is happening, something that links one state, subject, place to another, a connecting part or piece. In the time of transitions, especially in ministry, we move from one season to another. In the natural, God created four distinct seasons, summer, spring, autumn, or what the Americans call fall and winter. Mm -hmm. I believe that especially in ministry but also in life, humans go through the four seasons in the cycle 
of their life. It's important for every individual to understand what season they are in mm. so they can function effectively within that season. Yeah, that's, that's good. Sometimes the transition between one season to the next is long. Well, in, in our human thinking, yeah, it yeah. seems long. But God's timing is always perfect. This point that you make here reminds me of like a young person. Uh, we have a number of like Bible school students who listen to the podcast. Uh, shout out to IBC and, <laughs> and uh, uh, CLC. And hopefully there's some urchin, you know, riffing, riffing my old school. But um, I remember when I was their age or around that time, and you just feel like ministry, like you're called to it. You feel like it's never actually going to happen. You know, I'm too young. I can't do that. I can't do this. Um, And so it, as you said, it it may feel like it's a long season, but in God's timing, his timing's perfect. Right. And, you know, he's outside of time. So, yeah. yeah. What we we may think may be a a long time, you know, that's just preparation time, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm going to speak a little bit about that. so if we are in a time of transition, it is trusting that God knows what he is doing mm. and he is with us in the time of transition. That's a really important point to remember that God is with us yeah. in the transition. Yeah, you're not doing it by yourself. Right. God is there with us. I've come to realize that in times of transition, God uses it to work on us. Mm. It's also a time for planting new seeds and pressing into new depths in our relationship with the Lord. Don't waste a time of transition. Mm. In other words, don't just be waiting around for the next door to open. Transitions are not holding pads when God is involved. Being in a time of transition does not mean you have no value or can't contribute to the kingdom of God. I've heard people say, I'm not doing anything. And my response to them is, why not? Yeah, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. Amen. You can affect the spirit realm through your prayers and intercession. Mm. Don't even have to leave your house to do that. That's it. You can impact your community. You can impact the world. Right. Your faithfulness, your light in the midst of darkness, through teaching Bible studies, Mm. serving in your local church, witnessing just to name a few. To keep looking back at where you were or what you had is not productive and at times can draw us into the I no longer have value thinking pattern. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, because if, if you're constantly looking back at what was, right? You know, what's that going to do? How effective is that going to be uh, lingering on that or thinking about that? I remember, yeah. um, this is a bit of a tangent, but I remember when I was thinking about moving back to the States, because every once in a while, this is years and years ago now, um, over a decade ago, but uh, you have those feelings of loneliness, right? And I would be thinking about, you know, should move back or, but what was, what I remembered of the States no longer existed. It was my memory of what it was like, you know, three or four years before that. And so if I moved back in that moment, I wasn't going to be experiencing what I had left. It would be, a new, whole new thing, right? Right. And so when you look back on it, it's like, oh, I wish I was. Well, that will never exist anywhere at any time again. So why waste your time on that? Focus on what you can do now. Yeah. And when you're constantly looking back at what you had, 
you fail to see what you have mm. right now yeah. in with, with where you are. It really affects your gratitude it for does. sure. It yeah. does. It's very important to draw our self-worth from the Lord mm. and not who or what we do. That's so key. That's so key. If we draw our self-worth from who we are, when we no longer fulfill that position, that's when we're at a loss and feel like we don't know who we are or mm. we don't or where we belong. And that can be really traumatic. Yeah. Especially if you're a bit older, you know, if you're not a young person and that happens, it's like, you know, I've got to recreate myself, mm. right? The apostle said, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. In times of transition, we are to keep reaching forward, keep pressing toward the goal. Yeah, and if you just think about the Apostle Paul, like when he's writing that, um, he most probably in prison. Right. So he could be thinking about, oh, I remember what it was like when I wasn't in prison, when I was traveling um, to these different churches, when I was ministering, when I was healing people, when I was seeing all these amazing things take place. And if he got caught up so much in that every day, focused on what was, you know, what could have been, so on, he would have missed out on this window of opportunity to write these letters that right. that have made a far lasting impact than, yeah. than what he did on this earth beyond the letters. The letters... Right. Have, have had more of an effect than yeah. than his actually earthly ministry where he right. was walking around and, and with people, teaching people. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So the fear of no longer being of value can cause panic. Fear of the unknown and what is potentially not ahead can be overwhelming. Mm. But this is also a time where the opportunity to cultivate trust in God can occur. We are completely dependent on him what is ahead rather than us being secure in our position. Mm. A book I've recently studied called Formed for the Glory of God is based on the spiritual life of Jonathan Edwards. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have heard of this man. In it, he describes spirituality as having a posture of dependence on God. Mm. I'd never heard it like that before. And I feel that is something that God has taught me in this season of transition is a posture of dependence. Right. Because I don't know what is ahead or where he will lead me. Depending on him is where I have found peace and settledness. Mm. Although things have changed in my life, God's not changed and he is still in control. Amen. And his calling is still there. Right. You know, his hand is still in your life. And, and I've seen um, this year, as you have walked through this time of transition, um, you've walked into new things. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about this is because some of the things you have done, like you've uh, busied yourself in helping us plant the church at POCC. You could have easily said, oh, that's your guys' thing. You know, you love us, but uh, hey, that's a lot of driving. You know, I don't, (laughs) it's funny, like you and uh, Sister Helen do such a great job every week at POCC. But on Mondays, I see the effects of your (laughs) sacrifice on Sundays uh, in and, you know, you could say, oh, well, you know, my time has passed. Let these young ones do all this sort of thing. Uh, I can just rest in the fact that I'm assistant pastor at POS. But no, you, you're busy about doing that. And and also, uh, the, one, the thing that really sparked it was um, your desire to continue your studies. You know, you've already got a master's in counseling. Uh, we had a, an episode before where we were talking to you about that sort of thing. But now uh, you're doing some studies at UGST. What are you studying again? Um, a, a diploma of theology. 
in yeah, theological studies. Yeah, so in, in this time of transition, instead oh, of instead of just, you know, oh, I'm going to just have a pity party and wait for God to open a door, well, it's no. Uh, now is an opportunity for me to learn. Now is an opportunity. And your house is empty now, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> you have some time to yourself. <laughs> you don't have two kids running around all yeah. the time. <laughs> but no, it, that, that, that's the point is that uh, one of the things was, yeah, there's times of transition. Yours is unique. Everyone's transitional experience right. is unique, right? right. Um, but instead of just waiting for a door to be open, as you said before, you decided, hey, I'm going to actually going to, I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to teach Bible studies. I'm going to be involved in prayer. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> not in your daily prayer, but, uh, uh, you know, prayer meetings. And you're involved in Australian Network of Prayer, helping get that set up. And just all these different things that, that and, and I thought you're a great example of someone who is in a time of transition, yet not allowing that time to let them um, get to a place where they're, they're not as effective as they were before. You know, you're still very effective in, in the ministry. Uh, and, and that's because you haven't allowed that. And so... I want to encourage people who are going through times of transitions, right. whether you're young, whether you're older, uh, whether it's a move, whether it's a job, don't allow this season to cause you to be less effective in the kingdom right. of God. We need you. Amen. We need you. Everybody is right. valued and needed right. you know, in, in the kingdom. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to leave us with as, as we finish up this so, episode here yeah. today? Yeah. An important aspect of transition is cultivating, as you said, you know, I mentioned now, but cultivating a new normal. Mm. It means shifting your thinking from what your daily activities and responsibilities are and putting them into action. For example, I'm a type of person that creates to-do lists, mm. calendars that indicate dates of what and when things are due and need to be done by. So it was necessary for me to cultivate a new normal for my everyday in this time of transition and this helps to function more effectively in the time of transition. Transitions are not always easy, as you said earlier. But when you know that God knows the end from the beginning, his love for you is unconditional. He desires you to prosper and be in health. And you trust that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those called according to his purpose. Then there is joy, there's peace and most importantly, the presence of God in times of transition. And I think that's something that has become even more uh, tangible, I think, is the right word for me. Mm. You know, it um, is the presence of God in, in the transition that God is there, but it's m- making space for that. It's making space for the presence of God to be that posture of dependence, that source where it's not, you know, getting your self-value from who you are or what you do per se, but it's merely just to be in God's presence. Mm. And I think that is one of the greatest things that, not that I'd never experienced God's presence before, but I, in this transitional period that I've found a richness, even a greater richness in the presence of God. As we finish up here, would you mind just praying for, for those uh, listening that are going through a season of transition? Because as we've talked about, it, it's, it's difficult. 
mm. and um, they're facing this. And and I'm sure they saw the title of this episode. So I need to listen to this. Right. And so, would you mind just yes. just praying for the listeners who are going through the these seasons of change, Amen. Um, that God would be with them. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. We come before you today, Lord, and this is an important subject, God, because we are human and. And we draw ourselves value many times from other humans, which is not wrong per se, but our source needs to be from you. So I pray, Lord, for those that are in a time of transition, whether it's in ministry, if it's in a job, if it's moving home, whatever that transition is. God, I pray that you open their heart and understanding to see and experience that you are there in the middle of the transition that you are the instigator of that transition, that you have something beyond where they have been. Because as I read earlier, God, your, your callings don't expire and we all have value. There's always something each one of us can do. So I pray for them, oh God. I pray, Lord, that your presence will be rich. Lord, that will be what they draw their strength from. That, oh God, that they will understand, Lord, that you are the God of transitions, that you will never withhold one good thing from us, Lord, as we walk uprightly before you, that you do, Lord, lead us and guide us and direct our steps if we allow you to. So have your way, God. I pray a special blessing on those that are in the period of transition. God, they, they'll come through if they allow you to be in control. And they will understand, God, that you are the one with the purpose and plan for them. In Jesus' name, amen.